0: Anthony Volpe, welcome to the New York Yankees. But are you actually going to play? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: Welcome to Locked On Yankees. I'm your host, Stacey Gottsulius. And Locked On Yankees is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your own franchise, then this game is for you. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON. Download in the App Store today. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, tell everyone what we're doing today.
1: Wow, we got some stuff to talk about, don't we, Stace? It was a busy weekend for the Yankees. Uh, if you are here for the first time, thanks for checking us out. Make sure to hit subscribe because our ultimate Yankees guide is coming out on Wednesday, so you want to make sure to hit the notification bell as well so you don't miss that episode. Uh, but in this one here today, Luis Severino hurt. We're going to talk about some options, what the Yankees are thinking about doing with the starting rotation, and we're trying to set a timeline right now. We don't know exactly what that timeline looks like. More details in just a few moments. Of course, we had some other moves that weren't Anthony Volpe. Some interesting bullpen moves. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. But Stacey, let's start with the obvious big news. We were wrong. We were. We were wrong. We talked about it a couple of days ago. We thought we were going to be wrong because, oh, Volpe's got a chance. But now it is tried and true. Anthony Volpe, opening day 2023.
0: Unbelievable. I can't believe they did it my first thought is i cannot believe they did this it was um very surprising and it made me very happy and i love the way they did it if you guys hadn't seen it they brought vulpe into boone's office had a camera set up that he didn't know was there (laughs) and boone basically did an Academy, academy award uh nominee kind of uh acting job there. I mean, amazing. Making it seem like he wasn't going to make the roster and then said, "Yeah, we you know, we know he only played 22 games in AAA, but we think you can develop up here in New York. Welcome." And Volpe looked like he was going to fall onto the floor. So, it was amazing. And what a story for him, you know, coming into this knowing the competition that was happening. And it really was between him and Peraza. Like, they were trying to do things with IKF all over the field, and it was really just between those two. And it's amazing that here we are, March 27th, and Anthony Volpe is going to be on the opening day roster.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we, we have been talking about this, obviously, since I started a month ago here on the show. <laughs> yeah. I think it was one of the first things we talked about. Um, and I think overall – he made it obvious that he deserves a chance. Is he gonna stick? Right, that's TBD. Um, I think if he doesn't stick, there's no shame in that whatsoever because of how little triple A time he has had. But this kid's he's a great kid, and with firsthand knowledge that the month that I got to see him and, and be with him and and watch him develop at the triple a level and admittedly struggle at the triple a level at the end of last season. Uh, you know, we, we heard it during our minor league previews, uh, from, I believe it was Steven Cusamano talking about it, mm-hmm. how he just goes about his business every day, good or bad. And that can sound like a, um, like a cop-out or, you know, a generic take or whatever. Uh, But I saw that Uh, his demeanor never changed again. He went through a really tough slump um, in that short time with the rail riders last season where he was looking lost at the plate. He was trying to catch up. He was behind. He was chasing. Like there were some really bad at bats in that tough stretch. Um, but I mean, you look at the numbers from spring, albeit spring numbers, but numbers nonetheless. Fifty-one at bats, sixty plate appearances, three fourteen average. Uh, he did strike out thirteen times in seventeen games, so the strikeouts are still there, and mm-hmm. I think those are going to continue into the major league season. I almost said minor league season, uh, into the major league season. Went deep three times, a triple, six doubles, drove in five. Walked a couple of times. Um, I, I, I want to see those strikeout numbers dip, and I, I think they will um overall because he's got a pretty fluid easy swing but uh i'm just happy for the kid Uh, it's hard not to be happy for him uh a little bit later in the show we're going to talk about oswald peraza um being optioned to the rail riders and i think that's the uh that's the tough pill to swallow in this whole thing yeah um but again it's it's hard not to be happy for yeah
0: it's uh i have to say i watched him play the other day and you know he looked I wouldn't say he looked silly in his first at bat, but he made an adjustment in his second at bat and hit a first pitch home run. And I can't remember who it was on the broadcast who said that they noticed they were like, yeah, he, you could tell he made an adjustment right there and he hit the ball to dead center. And it was just amazing to see him do that going from the first at bat to the second at bat. And, um, You know, you mentioned it was spring numbers. This doesn't mean anything, but I just like the fact that he, his average was 314 because that was Derek Jeter's rookie year average. That average has been stuck in my head since 1996, because that's how my brain works. I don't remember why I walk into a room, but I remember that Derek Jeter batted 314 in 1996. And I just think the whole, you know, people have brought this up because Volpe is turning 22, April 23rd, I think is his birthday and Jeter turned 22 June 26th of 96 and he was the opening day shortstop and it's just there's a whole bunch of similarities there don't expect Volpe to be like Jeter but it's just fun to look at them being so similar and the situations being similar and the fact that it's taken a generation for this sort of thing to happen again for a young shortstop to be on the opening day roster for the Yankees it's kind of unbelievable
1: yeah I think the Jeter comparisons are obvious right um, <laughs> warranted or not um, they' they're, they're obvious there um, but yeah the the bigger question I think is and and the reason why neither you nor I thought Volpe was gonna make the opening day roster was because of a lack of potential playing time So do you think Anthony Volpe for as much as he has done to get to the major league opening day roster, has he done enough to not only win that spot but win the opening day starting role that's the bigger question because a kid this age still needs at bats that that hasn't changed mm-hmm. yes he got 51 spring at bats that's great but that's nothing right so is Volpe going to play and that that's why we've been so hard pressed on him not making it because it didn't seem like the Yankees were willing to start him over IKF so do you think Stacy will he start over IKF now
0: yes because IKF has barely played shortstop during spring and they're trying him out in every position and they're even going to try him as backup catcher. So I'm thinking that Volpe is the shortstop until he isn't.
1: Wow. I mean, that would be the move that has to be made, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's the move. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I just, I, I'm still taking a wait and see approach right. because Remember everyone just months ago clamoring for Oswald. Right. And he got there and wasn't playing. Right. And and that's where us in triple A are going, look, it's great. We're happy for him. That's awesome. Like he he deserves this. He's worked his tail off to get to the bigs. But like if he's there just to sit and watch, then why be there? He can buy a ticket and put him in a suite. Like, what what are we doing? Let him take BP after the season's over. It doesn't matter. Let him let him run it out in that way. If he's not gonna play, then what's the big deal? And and that's my fear is what's the clock on Anthony? Like, what are they going to be patient enough? Because he, they need to be patient. They have to give him at least a month Mm -hmm. of regular at bats to adjust. At least, like he's a kid. He's he's a kid that has barely played Triple A ball, and and I'm not putting it past him to be able to do it. I think he's got all the talent in the world. I love this kid. Um. But they they have to handle it right. And I think that's still where my gripe lies and and where I'm still like, is this going to happen?
0: I don't know. I feel like they, God, I know I just said that I was surprised that the Yankees actually did this and I was worried about it. But I feel like coming into spring training, they said it was going to be a competition between IKF, Peraza, Volpe. Then it really turned into Peraza, Volpe. And you didn't Mm -hmm. hear anything about IKF. And I feel like. Before spring training, even Hal talked about it. And I feel like they're not going to screw this up. I can't believe I'm saying this. And if I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong when it, you know, but I, I don't know. I don't think they'd be making such a big deal, making graphics, having the video of him being told he's making the roster. Like it's, he's making the roster and I think he's going to play.
1: It feels like it, right? Like it feels like this is it this is mm-hmm. the call up like right if this if this were mid season right yeah. this this is how they'd be handling it
0: right like um, this is the, this is the thing that we thought wasn't going to happen until yeah. maybe august you know
1: yeah yeah we i mean i i would have given it a pre deadline yeah i think i i anticipated a pre deadline but um i don't know we'll, we'll talk about oswald later uh, I, I still think there's a, a whole can of worms we need to get into. Uh, but uh, before we uh, finish up this first segment, Stacy, Luis Severino, this was going to be our, our topic for the day. And then Anthony Volpe stole the show. Um, yeah. Seve's out. Um, low grade right lat strain apparently is not the same spot of his lat that he hurt last season that held him out of play for what was it? Two months or yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Um, Clark Schmidt's going to be the second option now. So he'll be game two starter so that's what Saturday yep um, uh, they're talking about Johnny Brito potentially he pitched well yeah um, some other options that were floated were Davy Garcia remember he only has one option left uh, so I don't think that's the answer and the other options were Randy Vasquez and you Gomez who neither of which to have pitched in triple-a um, that was coming, I believe, from the New York Post. Oh, no, it was coming it was coming from MLB.com that they were floating those ideas. Uh, other ideas were Sean Boyle, Mitch Spence, uh, neither of which are 40s. But uh, your thoughts on Johnny Brito? I mean, he pitched really well on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I watched him on Sunday, and I was kind of impressed because he had really quick innings, um, whether he was striking people out on three pitches or getting fly balls to, you know, left and center. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty impressed with him. and he he was saying that cole is helping him with his english and he's helping cole with his spanish and there was another funny story that he told and that that he was saying that the veterans are being very nice to him and welcoming welcoming him and helping him and i thought that was cool and that was kind of my sign that uh i think he's probably gonna be the fifth
1: starter Maybe. at this
0: point <laughs> i think i think yeah, it's him. Well,
1: uh... I'll give you some more thoughts on Johnny Brito in just a second. We got to run to an ad break.
0: Yes. I'm pretty excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Locked on Yankee fans, have you ever dreamed of becoming like Brian Cashman and managing your own professional baseball franchise? Well, you can with Ultimate Baseball GM. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season and lead your team to glory. You hire the coaches and staff, you manage the money, you scout and draft players, you navigate your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. All of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline, play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked on Yankees listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they're using the promo code LOCKED ON in the game store. So check it out. To download the game, you can visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. So we were talking about Johnny Brito, and this was basically his audition. And they they said it on yes, you know, coming into the game, talking about how this was his audition for the fifth spot, because the Yankees are missing three-fifths of their rotation now, which yeah. is... It's frightening to think about, but it's also, you know, stuff happens and not everyone's it's not like they've lost them for the entire season. They're out for varying points of the season. And, you know, it's not a complete nightmare yet. And the Yankees have options. He's one of them. And as I said in segment one, he looked pretty good. I mean, I know he's you know he wasn't facing the meat of the Blue Jays lineup, but you know he made some guys look silly. He made Matt Carpenter look silly. He made Kevin Biggio look silly. Those are major league hitters, so I I was impressed with what he did.
1: Yeah, so I got to watch him last season. Obviously, very quiet kid, good head on his shoulders. Um, he he attacks you, but he's not going to blow you away. He he kind of has a sneaky ninety six. Um, Apparently his numbers are up uh, as far as fastball uh, His like average fastball velocity throughout spring. He's about up by about a mile an hour, um, which is great, which is great. So he's added some velocity, but he hasn't been a guy that really blows you away. He's very quiet um, both in his personal life, but as, as a pitcher as well. Um, He's a ground ball machine. Yes. Like that is all he does is he, he induces weak contact. Um, He plays to the defense. So um that obviously as a young kid can hurt you i mean that can hurt you at any age uh mm-hmm. it, because if that soft contact is no longer soft um then you got an issue so um, this is coming from connor foley uh times tribune uh johnny Brito, e game toronto put 12 balls in play and just three have been above 95 miles an hour um you're, i'm putting up some some numbers on screen on our youtube side so you can see uh the weakness of the ground outs um, you know, 79 on a pop out he's, he's inducing that weak contact. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you know, it's not the the meaty part of the, of the Toronto blue Jays lineup there. Um, but that's what he did. Um, susceptible to the long ball because of it. Um, I, I think it's, uh, a tempered reaction potentially if he's going to make it,
0: mm-hmm. I don't
1: think you should anticipate. This is the next great coming of, you know, Jesus Christ here. Right. Um, I like the kid a lot. Um, He's a really, really nice guy, um, and I'm totally rooting for him. I think he needs more seasoning. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I think expectation-wise you just – in total, right, we were talking about this off camera, but going – you kind of just got to weather the storm, right? Right. Like you you don't have to uh, freak out here. It seems like weathering the storm is kind of just the mojo right now.
0: Right, (laughs) right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um we we have we do have some reactions from our locked on yankees listeners this is coming from ray xav uh, on our community tab on youtube you can always be a part of the show by the way uh saying please stop panicking sevi has a lat strain and seems to be slated so far to only miss one or two regular season starts Rodon is on the man and could be available soon after sevi the sky hasn't fallen yet if anything this gives schmidt a chance to step up and her man Herman a chance to show that 18 wins from years ago stacy your reaction to this
0: I agree with not panicking. And we spoke about this before we started recording, but this is the ideal time for this sort of thing to happen because, you know, if it happens toward the later part of the season, you can't make moves once, you know, the trade deadline's over, once the waiver. Uh, deadline is over and you know you'd rather have these guys coming back from injury in April and May than in August and September and then not know what you're going to get in the playoffs so this is the ideal part of the season for it to happen it's not ideal that this many guys are injured at the same time but if you're looking at kind of like the brighter side of things or the grass is greener on the other side (laughs) sort of thing then that would be it that it's happening now and not later in the season
1: if there ever were an ideal time in <laughs> season, this is it. Uh, we had one more reaction here from Juan Cepeda. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. Uh, I think they're a little thin at pitcher now. Perfect chance to flip someone for starting pitching. We have heard them say one cannot have too much pitching in October, even with Rodon and Sevy come back. Stacy, your reaction?
0: They're not flipping anyone yet. That's... If they go after a starting pitcher, if they need to go after a starting pitcher, that's probably not happening until happening until the trade deadline. And nothing's going to happen now. It's not like they're suddenly going to say, "Hey, let's trade Glaber for someone." Like, that's not going to yeah. happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they it would be. I mean, if they were having those conversations, it would be right now. But I think you still have to wait to see how severe the Sevi issue is. Yes. Um, if it's one or two starts, if it, even if it's just April, um, you just weather the storm throw burrito. If you gotta call up Weber, if you gotta, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe Sean Boyle starts. Like I think you kind of piece together a couple of games. Um, you know, if you have to figure out four games, it's only four games. You throw a bullpen day, you know, those things are all possible. Um, I think the Yankees still overall, um, I hate saying the word when healthy, uh, but when they're not all hurt at the same time, I think is that is better because they don't all have to be healthy to have a really good rotation. The Yankees have a really good rotation, even without Frankie Montas, Mm -hmm. like, and, and that's what we anticipated all year. So if you're looking at it from the perspective of where we were at the start of spring versus we were, we are now, you know, I still think you can kind of take the glass half full approach with well Frankie you still get Frankie Montas here this season potentially which you did not anticipate at all this year. You're so right. it, it's not yeah, don't panic. I like Ray XAV or however you say your name on on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Don't 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 stop panicking. Like this isn't a, they're not going to trade anybody. If they did uh I think I think the, that trade may have come anyway. <laughs> right. If they were going to move one of the big kids, right? Uh, yeah. May- maybe we will start calling them that the big kids. Uh, they they would may move them anyway.
0: The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's the time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. I already voted for cookie dough puff. I'm just telling you right now. So you can go and support your favorite bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of built. Not only that, but one locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try built. It's the best protein bar ever. Seriously. They're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. And what makes built bars and puffs so good. They're all high in protein, low in sugar and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. So Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. So as expected, because we're getting closer and closer to opening day, the Yankees made more roster moves and they optioned Matt Crook and Oswald Peraza to AAA. They reassigned Carlos Navarro I knew I was going to mess that up. Narvaez, Narvaez and Nick Ramirez to minor league camp. Bummed about Peraza, but I understand because we we mentioned this in our projected roster show that it was either going to be Volpe or Peraza. Both of them couldn't stay and Volpe, you know, earned that spot.
1: Yeah, because we knew that uh, the Yankees were likely to t- want to keep on Having Florial, um, I think if Florial had more options, they may have done Peraza and and Volpe. Yeah, uh, but with that uh, little thing where you if you send him down, you can't, and he's gone. Right, uh, they couldn't do that to Florial. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, th- I think the more interesting part here, and, and yes, I'm bummed for Oswald, um, but I think the more interesting part is Matt Crook. Yeah. So we didn't have him in our projected, uh, our projected roster, but then it was pointed out. Uh, I forget who, it may, it may I don't know MLB.com, whatever it was. Um, no, I think it was the uh, the Athletic. That's what it was. The Athletic, oh, yeah. and we talked about it last week that they might put Crook in the pen because, well, at least we conjectured that. Well, then they'd only have one left-handed option mm-hmm. in the bullpen, and that seems to be the case now that they put Crook down in Triple A. He's likely going to be the starter, a starter there, if not the opening day starter there, um, which would be on the thirty-first. Uh, which would be like eight days from his last outing, whatever it was. Um, but uh, then they'll end up with just one lefty in the pen at the show, and that's Wandy Peralta. Do you think that's a misstep, or do you think it is, is fair to put Crook down with the Rail Riders?
0: Uh, I think it's fair. Um, but I really wish the Yankees weren't so righty heavy. Kind of like I wish they weren't yeah. so righty heavy in the lineup. But
1: well, they could also. We were talking about potential options to replace Sevy for a couple of weeks. They could always put Crook. True. Crook's always an option still because that's he true. has options. Right. But it it seems like that's not the plan right now because otherwise they would just would have kept them and they would have saved that option. Right. right. Just stay on the stay on the big league roster. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I saw so- him pitch. He pitched. Uh, toward the end of not the very end of Sunday's game, but um, he ran into some trouble. They went out and spoke to him and then he got three straight outs. So
1: okay, so that would be five. It would be five days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If he pitched on the 26th, then his fifth day would be opening day for the rail riders.
0: Yeah. So he lines
1: up, Um, but he has been relieving all spring, which is kind of interesting. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, other moves uh, Oswald Cabrera Oswaldo Cabrera is on. Duh, obviously we knew that one, but that's been confirmed. Um, Cabrera is on the opening day roster. Other ones that we, one, we knew Albert Abreu, oh, uh, Yeah. That seemed obvious, but Jimmy Cordero makes it. Yeah. We've been talking about Jimmy Cordero for a couple of weeks. Stacy. Yeah. Don't sleep on Jimmy.
0: Yeah. This is, uh, I was like, Oh, wow. Well, look at that. Okay. And uh, Hey, I even talked about Johnny Brito in our, uh, episode. Where we were talking about guys that may have a chance to make it at some point yeah. this season. And, <laughs>
1: Yeah, wasn't wasn't he one of your click picks to click, right? Yeah. The spring picks to click. I guess we can revisit those. You picked Dominguez. Uh, which he great spring. Great yeah. spring. Uh I picked Richard Fitz. I plopped out on that one. <laughs> uh I picked Flo. I plopped out on that one. Yeah. Uh, but he made the opening day roster. At least we think. I mean, At least yeah. Right, yeah. It seems like it. There'd be no other moves to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't have optioned Peraza. Um but yeah, no, I mean I mean you win. You win. <laughs> um, I was right
0: about something. Let's just say it. I was actually right about me. something. I can't me. believe it.
1: Yeah, you beat me. Congrats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we obviously don't have the full roster. We anticipate pretty much having it right now. Like we're looking at it. Um, if I had to take a guess, Greg Weissert's on, um, Peralta, Maranaccio, Loisica, King, Holmes, Cordero, and Abreu. That's, that's the pen right now. And then they're just waiting to see if they got an IL Sevi. Mm -hmm. Um, And then everything else is set. Higgy, Trevino, uh, Oswaldo, Flo, Hicks, Judge, Stanton, Donaldson, IKF, Lemayhew, Rizzo, Torres, and now Volpe. That's your 26 right there. That's that's what we anticipate. We'll we'll have the full look um, here in a couple of days. So, again, make sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll have our full Ultimate Yankees preview. Every single thing you could want to know. It's going to be a chock-full episode. Opening day. This week, we're here. You made it. You ready? Baseball, here it comes. Uh, Anyway, hit that subscribe button. Uh, We got it on Wednesday, the ultimate Yankees preview.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Matt and Dom as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies every day. Find it wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.